Welcome to ISA's ArborViews podcast, a series bringing you conversations with researchers and tree care experts about current issues in arboriculture. I'm Bob Polumsky, your host on this episode of ArborViews. Jennifer Karps has a master's degree in biogeography and over 15 years of academic and practical experience in plant ecology, environmental science, and forest dynamics with a focus on urban environments. Since 2002, Jennifer has developed and supported programs for the City of Portland's Urban Forestry and Watershed Revegetation Groups. Currently, Jennifer leads the city's greater green tree planting programs as canopy coordinator. She also teaches in the geography department at Portland State University. Today, we'll be talking about planting trees with consideration of stormwater as well as infrastructure. Hello, Jennifer. Thank you so much for joining me today on ArborViews. Thank you for having me, Bob. Well, Jennifer, what I think is very exciting about, about your work with the Greater Green Initiative in the city of Portland, also known as the City of Roses, I understand you're trying to make it the City of Trees. And so if you can, please talk about this Great to Green Initiative here in the city of Portland. Absolutely. I'd love to. The Great to Green Initiative, we're so fortunate to have such a progressive uh, political culture here in Portland, as well as the progressive citizenry. And Great to Green really came out of both of those things. The Great to Green Initiative is an intentional uh, acceleration, if you will, of the city's investment in green infrastructure. Um, I work specifically with the tree planting program, but it's a much larger initiative. It started out five years, $55 million back in 2008, and it was championed by um, the gentleman who's now our mayor, Sam Adams. He was commissioner then, and uh, and really everyone has gotten on the bandwagon and, and invested in it at the uh, city council level. And um, Sam worked very closely with a lot of members of our community who are working towards a better ecology in Portland, I would say. So folks from Audubon, folks from Friends of Trees, uh, interested and concerned citizens who have been advocating for the urban forest and for um, healthier watersheds, clean rivers, all of that business for absolutely forever. And so that was the sort of the genesis of Great to Green. It came to us as an initiative, as I mentioned, originally five years. It's now been extended to eight years to sort of uh, accommodate the changes in the economy and, you know, the realities of um, practical implementation of such ambitious goals. Uh, We're working on the tree program, but there are also concurrently investments being made in land acquisition in natural areas so that we can keep those natural. Uh, revegetation and removal of invasives, revegetation with natives in those areas, uh, eco-roof development, green street building in the built environment, and then we're also, we have an eye to our aquatic habitat too, and we've got ESA-listed salmonid species here. So we're also removing and replacing some culverts to improve habitat for salmonids. Well, I mean, it's just, I'm just astounded, Jennifer. Uh, I'm also cu- curious to know the relationship that this Greater Green Initiative has uh, between uh, Portland's Bureau of Environmental Services as well as the Friends of Trees program. Explain that relationship. Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, it's like peas and carrots or, you know, whatever colloquial expression you'd like to use. In fact, the um, folks at Friends of Trees, who, by the way, have been planting trees in the city of Portland, building community for 23 years now, if you can believe that. Um, They're just an amazingly successful nonprofit organization. They were at the table quite early. They were at the table before I was at the table, helping to drive the Greater Green Initiative to make it become a reality. And, of course, um, they went through the competitive process, but they were a clear choice to win the tree contract. And we, in fact, have a a PTE contract with them. They'll be planting at least 21,000 of our street trees for us over this eight-year period. And, in fact, 
through the uh, partnership development and program development that we have been doing over the past four years of Greater Green, they've increased the number of trees that they plant in Portland in their neighborhood trees program from about 1,000 trees a year back in 2008 to uh, this year they planted 4,100 street trees and about 700 yard trees just in the city of Portland alone. Amazing. Now, you're throwing out these numbers here. These are big numbers, but a big number that I've read in a really interesting article that features you is the trees, the new sewers in American Forest Magazine, 83,000 trees. Yes. Now, how does one come up with a number like that as a goal? for the city of Portland. Yes. You know, I should really have just made up a story to answer this question already. It's been four years, and I am honest every time and say, you know, I just have absolutely no idea how they came to the 83,000 number. But it was a... um, I don't know that it was a compromise so much as it was there was an effort made to determine how many trees were getting planted each year in Portland before Greater Green. And then I think probably some sort of effort to ramp that number up, multiply it by some by something. And et voila, we come to 83,000 trees. Now, Jennifer, uh, as I think about this program, and I trust that we'll have a number of Arbors listening to Arbor U and listening to this high-energy person there who's responsible for dealing or addressing the Greater Green Initiative, working with all these volunteers, knowing that you can't be cloned and sort of distributed across the country, can you sort of give... uh, uh, municipal arborists and others in an idea, perhaps even some sort of a template as to, as to how can they create a program that at least I see as extremely successful in this city. What, what, are, what are some important components of creating a program like this in other cities in the U.S.? Sure. Um, this is a great question and, of course, uh, not a simple, straightforward answer, but I can certainly point to some of the things that I know have been key in helping us to be successful here in Portland. Of course, getting the funding in the first place is a challenge, and we are very fortunate to have the passion of the environmental community, our citizen advocates, and the political will to make that happen, and I don't think that can be underestimated. So we're very, very fortunate to be in that position where um, you know, we were able to get off the ground in the first place. Having said that, helping us to get off the ground in no small part was very early getting in with the, the groups and the programs that were already working to increase the urban forest canopy by uh, and to increase stewardship in the urban forest. So not just tree planting, but also outreach and education. In our minds, we recognized that the goal we were handed was an 83,000 stems in the ground goal. However, uh, what we really need is stems in the canopy. We need those trees to grow to maturity, and they are not going to do that if we don't plant them well, if we don't find uh, folks who are excited and passionate and willing to be our planting partners. You know, we plant the tree, potentially we can water it for a couple years and take care of it, but then we hand that responsibility of maintenance off to the property owner or the adjacent property owner. And so we need to make sure those people are fired up and really bought into the cause, the importance of trees in the urban environment, the importance of that tree to that person. So making those connections, investing heavily in outreach and education, hugely important. Investing in our partnership with Friends of Trees, our partnership with Portland Parks and Recreation. This is where our urban forestry department lives and the city forester whose jurisdiction we operate under. Very important to make those connections early and make them strong. I would say early, clear communication. I said earlier today uh, in conversation that it's not what I said, it's what you heard. So we want to make quite sure that we we know the communication that is going back and forth. Very, very important. We, uh, We always hire exceptionally charming people. This is, you know, in the job description. When we send them out to canvas door to door, 
We, we say, you know, what we really want is the person who you're disinclined to close the door on. You just can't quite get that door closed. Because who wants to be a door-to-door canvasser? Oh, my goodness, that sounds so hard. But these people are fired up, and they're amazing. We have a wonderful, wonderful team. They're flexible. They're creative. We do program development by team, not by fiat. Everybody gets to be involved in how we do the way, thing, the way we do the things we do. And I think that has really, really helped us to be successful. Partnerships, education focus, customer service focus. And I realize that being RVVs, we should talk about trees, but I cannot help <laughs> but want you to talk about this organization that you're very fond of, those volunteers who comprise the Friends of Trees. Yes. You talked about the investment there, but if we could just dig a little bit deeper, how do you foster, stoke the coals of enthusiasm in these volunteers? Because it can get very difficult planting these trees and maintaining them. Uh, tell, tell us, what, what, what do you do with regard to your Greater Green Initiative, but also with your people skills? How do you foster this group and keep them uh, really excited about this whole process and, and keeping in mind the vision of this yeah. 83,000 tree goal? You know, it's really quite simple. I have absolutely nothing to do with it. These are amazing, amazing people, and this is Portland. That just sounds horrible to say it that way. I don't mean that other cities don't have passionate people, but we are very, very fortunate in this town to have folks who, they came that way. They came with that level of passion. I think what we offer as a program, um, as I was intimating earlier, is uh, a really dynamic environment within which to work. You know, a wonderful group of people. I'm talking of sort of of our staff at Environmental Services at the city side of the of the partnership. The you know the the enormous um, population of volunteers that work with Friends of Trees. Those folks are truly amazing, and and I they have three key volunteer roles at Friends of Trees. I fill two of them, and it's the most fun you can ever have in your life. They have neighborhood coordinators, and those get people. Those are folks. Those are the Uber volunteers who go door to door and call their neighbors and um, have a lot more time and energy than I do to do that sort of thing. They have the the tree crew leaders who go out and help the planting. They they run the planting crews, and I do that. And then also the summer inspectors, and they do the um, monitoring the trees the summer after they're planted to make sure they're getting watered. And you know, and again, this is all outreach with the community, getting to know your neighbors better, all that sort of thing. And planting day is such a hoot. It is when I um, when I teach at PSU, I always tell my students, if you need or want a volunteer opportunity, I've got one for you. It's the most fun you'll have. They feed you breakfast, they feed you lunch. In between, you plant about ten trees. If you're lucky, you get snowed on, and you meet the most wonderful people, and it's just fantastic. I mean, how can you say no to that? <laughs> well, Jennifer, I actually like to volunteer. Uh, for <laughs> I will uh, sign you up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, th- this is just really wonderful, and it's just sad that with this podcast, we just don't have that much time to, to delve further into this topic. But I know there, there are people who like to know more about uh, creating their own green infrastructure in their own cities. How can they get more information about your programming efforts, but also the skills that, that you've, you've honed over the years in dealing with these programs? Yes. Well, anybody can certainly contact me at any time. Uh, my uh, my email address jennifer.carps my last name is spelled k-a-r-p-s at portlandoregon.gov so anytime you have a question for me please do feel free to email I would also say friendsoftrees.org they have a wonderful website along with their Plant at Portland campaign uh, very user friendly very colorful and anybody at Friends of Trees is very easy to access through that website and super excited to talk to you about their programs. I would also say the Gray to Green Initiative, um, the easiest way really to find that webpage because it's a little buried is just to Google Gray to Green Portland. Uh, You could also go to portlandoregon.gov 
slash BES, which stands for Bureau of Environmental Services, to learn all about uh, the Greater Green Initiative and all of the other green infrastructure and gray infrastructure work that our Bureau does here in the city of Portland. Well, Jennifer, this has been really a wonderful experience for me, how you're creating the city of trees here in the city <laughs> of Portland. Thank you so much for joining me today on Arbor Views. I was happy to. Thank you, Bob. I've been speaking to Jennifer Karps. She is, or she leads, the city's Greater Green Tree Planting Programs as Canopy Coordinator, but also, she said in the interview, she also teaches in the Geography Department at Portland State University. And yes, folks, she is a very passionate tree person, a very passionate arborist who's making a lot of changes here in the city of Portland.